Hello, hello and welcome. It's Markets Trucking Answers, the podcast. And we are here today because this is the trucking podcast that other podcasts listen to to decide what they're going to talk about on their trucking podcast. Okay, and I'm here with my co-host Gracie, who's actually laying right here. She's very orange and she's so much asleep that she won't even wag her tail when I'm talking to her. But hey, if she hears something interesting, I'm sure she's going to be right up to talk about it. Today we'll have an unabridged version where we talk about trucking news some automotive news, and yet another reason we are not on Mars. Do you know why we don't live on Mars? Well, there's a bunch of stupid people, and it's not just the people from the last episode who are complete idiots. There's a bunch of moronic idiot stupid people here, and we have to provide them with dry bologna and cheese sandwiches because they're idiots and try to do dumb things instead of just going to work like the rest of us, and that takes our tax dollars, and we can't live on Mars. And it's terrible. So we will do that in the third half of the show. So today, uh, we're going to talk about other stuff also, besides trucking and uh, automotive, just those are two of my interests, of course. Uh, For those people that are new to the uh, programming, because there's been a lot of listeners lately, uh, I am Mark, and I have been a driver for 34 years, a truck driver. I've been in um, all 54 United States uh, because I went to public school, (laughs) so I've driven everywhere, a lot of different kinds of trailers. And uh, I am still current a driver, currently a driver, so there you go. I'm home every day at the moment, uh, which uh, will continue for the rest of my life, presumably. But I've been over the road. I did that for a couple of decades, and uh, that's where I am. So I've, uh, you know, about 3.6 million miles, I would say. Eh, I don't know. I didn't re- write everyone down right in there. It's not like I work for KLLM where I have 40 million miles or whatever, but, you know, it's the average miles that everybody else gets. I don't get that many miles now as I used to. In fact, some days I drive 70 or 80 miles only. So uh, that's uh, what you call really local work. So because a lot of sitting around some days. Some days I do 350, 350. It just depends. It depends. So uh, just being all straight up about it. So uh, there you go there. And uh, so that's just a little about me. And uh, I also have a YouTube channel, Trucking Answers. You may want to go look at that. And I want to talk about uh, other things than trucking, and I get to do that on a podcast because, you know, on YouTube and that, it's all run by, you know, goofballs and uh, who will <laughs> censor you for any little thing. Oh, we don't like you saying that because people's feelings are getting hurt. Like, who cares? You know, there's that's freedom is about getting your fe- feelings hurt. You, Everybody has, uh, you know, that right to speak, and I would never want somebody to, to be forced to not say anything. Uh, I'd rather listen to what they have to say so I can determine if they're an idiot or not. You know, you don't want people going underground, but hey, that's just me. You know, freedom is about speaking. And if I don't like what somebody says, I don't listen to their podcast. I don't watch their channel or whatever it is. Like, uh, you know, that's how it should be. So that's the end of that. But on a podcast, you own that. You can say other things. Have you ever listened to Joe Rogan podcast? All right. Well, that's why he owns that podcast. He's sponsored. But, uh, you know, uh, I own this uh, podcast you have to pay for a little amount, but you do have to pay. So let's talk, of course, about, you know, this uh, this goofball in Highland Park, Illinois. We're still talking about that. And, um, you know, more things have come out. Did you see the mural? I encourage everyone to go look at this mural, I don't know, painting, on the side of his mom's house. All right, please go look it up in the on the Googles or whatever, however you look things up, and go look at this picture. Now, look, I don't know. I don't know what parent lets their kid paint that on the side of their house. All right, you've got to go see it. Please go do so. A number of news organizations have taken a picture of it, and it's out there. And the dad says, oh, you know, he's just uh, expressing himself. Well, look, (laughs) you can express yourself, but that's my house. You're not going to paint that on there. It's on the side of his mom's house. Come on. Come on. All right. 
But uh, a bunch of left-wing weirdos have come out and, of course, talked about gun control and, you know, all this. Because they always use this to glom onto to try to get their weird policies passed through. So I have a few fun facts for people. Uh, You know, and I know people on, you know, one side or the other, they never let facts stand in their way. But let's talk about some facts. Uh, We found the latest uh, numbers since uh, 2013. Apparently about 22,000 people or so have been um, killed by guns. Okay. By a bullet being shot at them in the United States. Okay. So, uh, which is terrible, right? There shouldn't be any of that, of course. But we find out that... uh, about uh, 12,000 of those people are suicides. So the vast majority are suicides. And that's uh, that's even worse, right? So nobody wants that. And of the 10,000 that are left, 1,300 about are these mass shootings where we have multiple people shot at one time at an event or something like that. So around about 4%, 5%, uh, you know, 6% of the total are these mass shootings the rest are what people on the left certainly don't like talking about you know it's person on person crime it's a it's a criminal killing somebody a lot of it is also domestic okay domestic which i could get into that but i'll get a hint from other different people so you know crime it's simple the stuff we don't want to talk about where guns are not purchased legally they're you know crime inner city crime gang crime and I've always said, look, we sh- if anything, we should have gang members. We should give them gun firing lessons so they only shoot each other instead of shooting innocent people. That's always uh, the problem. This bullets go flying all over the place instead of shooting what you're, uh, you know, aiming at. That's the first thing. It's the first thing my dad taught me as a little kid. Right? Never point a gun at something you don't intend to shoot or kill. So uh, you know, if you pull it, be ready to shoot it. And uh, that's what she said. But uh, <laughs> absolutely, that's that's the case of this. Okay. As much as these are in the news, you know, they are not the majority or even the basically the minority of gun violence through May of this year, 2022. OK, through May, there have been 239 deaths and 971 people shot in just in the city of Chicago. Nobody talks about that. OK, we talk about this one event in Highland Park, which is terrible. All right. People are being killed. What about the 239 other people have been shot just outside of Highland Park in Chicago? What about that? And all these cities have strict gun laws, red flag laws. But see, the red flag law would have worked for this guy, except his stupid parents. Because a family member can put you basically on the red flag list by calling you in, saying you're you're a threat and all. They didn't. OK, the parents are in on this kind of thing, too. So unless everybody works together, we can't do anything about it. But when we find all these other homicides, especially in Chicago, of all places, with strict laws, that gun that he had, by the way, in Highland Park is banned in Highland Park. Okay, so that's where your gun law. Well, we should ban this. It's already banned. All right, since 2015. The weapon that he had is banned. So now what? Now what? Okay. Well, Mark, we have to take the guns away. Well, that ain't going to work. Like I tell everybody, and I'll tell you to this to the day I die, never register your weapons and do not go get a permit, okay, for carrying because they're going to think you have weapons. So don't tell the government anything about your guns. Remember Red Dawn? What's the first thing that Russia General did when he said, he said, go downtown, get all the gun registrations and go collect all the guns, Okay. That's what he said to do. 
So that's why you don't register your guns. And I got to believe there's millions and many dozens of millions of guns that are unregistered in the United States. So that's the story with that. And then this other goofball writes, well, you know, they should be banned. And if you want a gun, uh, be in the militia like the National Guard uh, is what this goofball said. Okay, but okay, so let's go with that. So where do we go with that? Well, shall I read to you from the Indiana State Constitution? All right. The Indiana State Article 12, Section 1. Who is in the militia in Indiana? Let's quote it. All persons over the age of 17 years, except those who are exempted by law of the United States. How about that? All persons over the age of 17 years. Isn't that amazing? Now, we'll tell you. And that's amended in 1974 because originally it said all white men. Okay, so they changed that in 1974 to all persons, okay, over the age of 17. So, uh, in effect, in Indiana, I am part of the militia in Indiana. So, what do we do about that? I'd like some uh, gun control weirdo to write to me and, and ask and let me know about that. Because legally, in Indiana, I'm part of the militia here. And I can be called up, according to the Constitution, you can be called up by the governor, okay, to defend the state. So, so there, and that's part of our constitution. Now, each state might be a little different, but in this state, as a citizen, I'm part of the Indiana militia, as provided for by the constitution of this state. Uh, started 1816, it's been amended, last amendment, 1974, still in there. Now what? Now what do we do with that? So I guess everybody 17 or older should own a gun in Indiana. Under what this goofball said, that if you the only way to own a gun is be part of the militia. All right, we're all part of the militia in Indiana if you're over the age of 17 years. So I just want to know what people think about that here in this state. The bottom line on this person, like many of these people, is that everybody knew. Now there's tons of people come out of the woodwork. Everybody's known for, you know, 10, 15 years. This person was not right. And nobody, including his parents, did anything about it. His dad, to this day, is basically still defending him, saying, well, you know, well, eh, he's just a kid doing kid stuff. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I didn't do stuff like that. I did throw fluorescent tubes at cars on trains. Okay, I'll admit to that because it's past seven years. <laughs> uh, and that's probably why the cars are covered up now on trains. They weren't then. They were just in open cars on the train. So, but uh, that's about it. That's about it. I never thought about shooting anybody. Oh, because yeah, the dad said, well, you know, people have these kind of thoughts all the time. I don't know about that. Okay, I think if you have thoughts of, you know, legitimate thoughts of killing people and stuff, I really think you should talk to somebody. And I think the parents uh, way failed this kid and society on this one. And to still defend him, it's just incredible. And the mom's out arguing with the police about stuff. I just don't understand it. I don't, I don't get it, I guess. I'll never get it. And we can never be 100% safe as long as there's guns everywhere. I agree with that. Because you never know when somebody like this. There's other people like this right now in the woodwork planning something else. And these are going to continue. But the gun laws that they're proposing, they already have them in Highland Park. The weapon that he had is banned already. So if you want a gun ban, that gun that he had is banned already. It was not allowed to even be held at his home. So what are we going to do about that? What's the next thing? Just spot check some people as they walk down the street? I don't think so. That's not the answer. 
Okay, that is just not the answer. We've failed as a society to control this kind of behavior in young people, and this is what we get. This is what we get. Guess what it is next week? Operation Safe Driver Week, July 10th to 16th. Are you ready? Oh, I hope so, because they are going to be out in force this year, they said. And they are going to uh, look for all kinds of uh, unsafe behavior, distracted driving, following too closely, and improper lane changes, and drunk driving, That's or drug driving. That's what they're looking for this week. Uh, speeding, uh, oh, let's see, the area focus, uh, speeding was also a focus of last year's operation. So we're they're going to be looking for this, but then they'll be pulling people over the scales and everything like that. So, And they'll be watching the, your logs more closely this year. So be careful on the speeding because they're going to be doing calculations. So uh, how about that? So they did to about 30,000 vehicles last year. And of that, they gave 16,863 citations and 10,000 more warnings. So of the 28,000 pulled over, 26,000 uh, got some kind of problem, uh, at least a warning on something. So I don't understand that, but be careful on what you're doing. And uh, that's coming up. I know a lot of people take this off. Brake Safety Week is also coming up August 21st to 27th. So that's, uh, you know, another month and a half away or whatever. But this week coming up is the big one for the year. Get ready and look. Don't do like these people just did this last inspection that was a blitz. Do not unplug your log. Do not falsify your log. Don't do any of that. This, of course, as I always say, is just a problem of pay. It's the only reason people would do it because they feel like they're going to make more money when, in fact, doing that decreases everybody's pay. Uh, I, you know, I just can't beat that enough into people's heads that when you falsify your log, when you work over hours, when you do things that are illegal, all it does is cut your pay. You have to work more to make even more. And it encourages trucking companies to pay you like this so that you'll work over your hours and they don't have to hire more people. You're only helping them to reduce the pay for everybody. You know, it's a cycle that feeds on itself. And I wish people would stop doing it. Demand hourly plus overtime for all of your time and uh, you won't have to speed you won't have to disconnect your log do you think i disconnect my log no way i get paid off the log <laughs> okay so if i'm not working i don't get paid so do you think i'm signing out anytime absolutely not right and while i'm at work that log's rolling because at the end of the day when i sign out it says right on the bottom exactly how much you made that day 11 hours 18 minutes and you have to agree to it or whatever it is so you know exactly each day how much you got paid and, uh, you know, a time paid for all your time. First thing you do, sign in. Last thing you do at the end of the day, sign out. Simple. It's just as simple as that. And uh, there's really no other good way to get paid. It's really a simple way. I don't worry about speeding or, you know, oh, there's a, I've been to try to beat this light or whatever. Why would I do that? Okay. I would drive safely because I'm getting paid to drive safely where I don't have to stress. Oh, if I don't get another load because I get paid by the load or I don't get another whatever because i'm paid by you know percentage i don't have to worry about any of that and you shouldn't either trucking companies should be more proactive on paying people to drive safely rather than giving a safety bonus of a hundred dollars a year or whatever pay just pay them regularly to be safe drivers so that people don't have to stress out about stuff like that is your safety meeting at your company boring they usually are maybe you're a member of like a group or an organization outside of trucking and you go to stuff and you're like, boy, this place is a dud fest. How about having your old pal Mark come over there and speak? We'll liven that place up. I'll be spitting out some syllables. That's what the kids say today. That's how they talk. So uh, talk to your safety director, your whoever's in charge of whatever organization you're in, and say, hey, 
why don't we have old Mark come and talk out here? We're liven this place up. It'll be a blast. I'll come out there. We'll give it a good talk and uh, have a lot of fun. It'll be just like a podcast, but live. Live right in front of you. Can you imagine that? Boy, wouldn't that be something? I'll be handing out masks to everyone so you don't have to look at me. It can be like an actual podcast, but right there where I, I'll come right up and whisper things right in your ear like, oh, hello, let's talk about some automotive news right now. Ah. Right, it'll be a lot of fun. So, MarketTruckingAnswersNation.com, and I can come and talk at your event. We can talk about trucking, we can talk about current events, we can talk about the Constitution and freedom and what it is to be free. That's right, right there, right in front of you at your event. Let me know, and I'll see you there. So now we get a story that kind of bridges the gap between trucking and automotive in that a Tesla, um, what kind of Tesla is this anyways? A Tesla crashes into the back of a semi parked at a rest area. Does it actually say? Uh, it does not say, so let's take a look at it. It is, um, I'm going to say it's a Model S. All right, so so a Tesla is traveling in uh, Florida. A 66-year-old woman is driving it. And uh, her partner, a 67-year-old male passenger, her lover, I don't know, they didn't actually say what it was. <laughs> and uh, she's driving it, and... It crashes into a semi, but the semi is parked in a rest area. Okay, so she doesn't crash into a truck on the road, and it's a Walmart truck of all things. I don't know I find that funny, and I will tell you what. They said it hit the back of the truck at highway speed, and he's parked. It is buried to the back seat underneath the trailer. Okay, and they were killed instantly. And what's the speed limit? They're 70-ish? Okay, so let's see. They're going 70, 72. They have it set on the thing. This is the problem with Tesla calling it co-pilot or autopilot or whatever the heck they call it, right? Autopilot. And full self-driving. It is not full self-driving. It is not even partial self-driving. And what they are under investigation, what usually we find out in these, Tesla and all these, by the way, are terrible at detecting stopped objects, objects that are in front of them and are not moving. Motor Trend did a good test on these, which is great to watch. Also, Consumer Reports did one where they had a stopped object that was actually like a balloon or whatever, you know, in the shape of a car, so that when you hit it, it doesn't didn't do any damage to the car. They rarely got a vehicle to stop for it. And so what what could have happened here is that the lines on the highway, it may have the the left lines, if they're obscured and the right fog line is going the car could follow that fog line into the rest area right and then there's white lines where this truck is parked might it might see that as a lane because it went directly underneath the semi and people uh, two people are dead because of it because they trusted a car to do their job no matter what you are driving you have to drive the vehicle just like in this case and now they didn't say whether autopilot is on or not. They didn't talk about how that worked. That there'd be no other reason for this, really, because looking at the picture here, it would have to go off the ramp and then turn into the parking space. So, uh, if somebody did that, it's not like if you fell asleep, okay, you wouldn't, uh, you know, you would just kind of drift off the road or whatever. But this went off the ramp into the rest area and then into the the truck that's parked in a parking place so it would have to make several turns so while you're sleeping you'd have to make several excellent turns staying in between the lines which doesn't seem like it's possible that's the problem of these uh 
of these kind of cars and no airbag or whatever is going to help you when you slam under a semi going highway speeds it's just not that the uh, driver of the semi was not injured although after this he would have to go take a drug test ironically even though he had nothing to do with it his logs will be looked at heck probably he'll probably get uh, the hammer probably come and talk to him hey why are you shouldn't be parked in a rest area when my client's trying to breeze through there at 70 miles an hour who knows i'm sorry about the, the hand hopefully the hammer doesn't contact me about that i'm sure there's a florida hammer an Everglades hammer or something, whatever he's called down there, Alla hammer. Oh, that's pretty good. The hammer gator. I don't know which one's better. I'm not sure. But uh, that's what happened with this Tesla. It went right under this Walmart truck. And that's why you can't get your packages on time when they don't have any stuff at the store because the trucks are getting smashed into by Teslas. This is a real problem. It should not look. This shouldn't be on the cars. They're investigating it. Now, it's been on the cars for all these years. It should never be on there. They should not be able to call it full self-driving. It shouldn't do anything but assist you or give you a warning you know, or give some kind of a nudge. That's it. Nudge, nudge. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Nudge, nudge. That's all it should be able to do. I don't even let it nudge me in the escape. Okay. I only let it, let it give me a warning on the lines. I'll leave that part of it on, but it can't. I don't let it move me over. I've tried it. It's okay. It's all right, but I'm not letting it do that. Right. All I want is the warning. I'm there to drive the vehicle. If you say, well, Mark, I don't like to drive long distances. Well, then, you know what? Take the Greyhound or take a mega bus for 50 cents as it's or what a dollar 50 or something it says on there. I mean, seriously, driving is driving. And, uh, you know, in this great country, we still can drive across the country in a couple, two, three days you, in a car. You can be to the other side of the country or like we talked about in a cannonball run. You can maybe make 27 hours across the country in a rental car. This is terrible that two people had to die. And what it looks like is self-driving. We'll see what comes of it because this will be continued to be in the news, certainly. It's just uh, it's just terrible that they put that stuff on cars and people trust it. I mean, I can't understand why people trust it. Heck, your internet goes out half the time. Stuff you got to reset your phone every day and you're going to trust a car to drive you down the road. You know, that's just ridiculous. These are the same people also that are answering the phone and getting, uh, you know, giving a eBay gift card to the uh, department. Uh, the people on the phone so they don't have to go to jury duty so i don't i don't even know what to say about that i want you to think about this in uh, the whole you know is the press legitimate and what they're telling you so in automotive right we have elon musk and they are in the news having he said oh yeah twins with i don't know some executive or somebody that was working for him and nobody alleges anybody was coerced into anything or anything like that and he actually joked about it i'm populating the world or whatever I'm solving underpopulation. Okay, whatever, whatever. You know, that's his personal life. But, you know, and so the press puts that out there. Oh, see how terrible he is. Bad man's got a lot of money and he's having kids. But, um, you know, here on the other side, Nick Cannon. Okay, how many kids does he have? Do you know he has like six women pregnant right now? Seriously, and he's got, what, 12, 14 kids, something like that? It's a lot of kids by all, by different women, of course. Because, look, like I say, if you got money, it doesn't matter what you look like. Although, you know, he's super attractive, okay? Like, you know, we would go for that if it was, you know, if it was available. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm telling you that, uh, you know, that's okay in the press. So nobody says anything to him. Like, what are you doing with all these kids all over because all over the place? Because, look, you can't be a father to kids if you're not there. I don't care how much money you If you could send them money, you're not their dad, all right? Money doesn't prove anything. And having kids in Musk the same way, right? With kids with all these women, he can't be their dad. He's never around anyways. Apparently, he's around for, I don't know, what, at least a couple minutes, right? Am I right? Okay. 
I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, but he isn't either. But they only put it out against him because Nick Cannon carries the banner of the press. And so, uh, you know, the what they want him to say. And so it's okay for him and not for Elon Musk because he's, you know, wants freedom and stuff like that for people to be able to just speak whatever they have to say, you know, their uh, what their piece. So to always be careful, you know, when you hear the press saying stuff and then the way they write it and all, it's to make you think a certain way. So you always need to think for yourself, like, why are they telling me this? Why are they saying this? The press, you know, should as I go off on another tangent, shouldn't put their interject their opinion into anything. It should just be the news. Here's what happened. Like if they said Elon Musk had twins with his executive and that's it, that would be, they'd leave the end of it, fine. And same with Nick Cannon, but they don't, right? Oh, famous superstar Nick Cannon, who's great and never wears a shirt around, you know, under his jacket, had, you know, but then, oh, Elon Musk, who's bad and makes billions of dollars and crushes people under his boot every day, you know, and uh, has kids, you know, it's always, it's always an angle to the news like that on both sides, as I tell you both sides it's this you know they're all the same coin okay the same and it's the coin's got two tails on it because that's both sides so try to uh, think of the third side of that of that same coin i saw this in the news about the second generation volkswagen phaeton remember that car oh yeah oh four to oh six here in the u.s mark what the heck is that probably the best volkswagen car that volkswagen ever sent over to the united states if you can find one with a six liter v12 in it oh my gosh 414 horsepower but it's super smooth it's only a couple of tenths faster to 60 they're both around six seconds than the 4.2 v8 in that car uh and i don't know i don't think i've ever seen a 12 cylinder one i see a few v8s occasionally at dealerships and even that would be a great car to get but the six cylinder v12 would just be the car to get only three, four thousand of them ever made it to the U.S. in total, and I don't know how many of those are twelves. Probably not that many. Expensive car at the time, really something. And uh, I just saw the, um, you know, the view of what a second generation was going to be, and it's too bad that we missed out on that. I think people overlook that car as a luxury car when they're down, you know, getting some other kind of luxury. They should have been down and getting a twelve-cylinder Phaeton to to drive around. And then I see some sales figures from Dodge. And I'm always amazed by this. You know what? Last quarter, you know what they sold? A Viper. Yeah, and that means it was sold new. Okay, because these are sales figures from Dodge, Stellantis, whatever. So last quarter, they sold one Viper. Well, you go, well, Mark, who cares? Well, the Viper was last made in 2017. That's the last. So it was. it's at least five years old. It didn't say what year it was. So it's at least a five-year-old new Viper. And so once you get a car sitting around five years... That's a real problem. Resistance five years. Every car there should be out being driven. Now, presumably this at least was at the dealership in the dealership itself and not sitting outside. But, uh, you know, even that, this car should be, should have been sold. So it didn't say the price. They never say pricing. But I'm always surprised when I see a car years old. And the oldest car ever sold was two years old. It was two model years old, still sitting on the dealer lot. Uh, Mitsubishi vr4 that they'd had for a couple of years they'd used it as a demo and it had like 5,000 maybe 5,100 miles on it and we uh, got that thing i got i finally got that thing sold to uh to somebody i like driving that car around super fast but this viper just sold 
just sold new five years old car new yeah warranty everything still all because the car's new just something when they uh, when they hold these cars all these years and then finally sell it now though with the way the price are was probably hundred fifty thousand dollars now folks we head off to yakima washington where we're gonna have to unfortunately spend more tax dollars to support people instead of going to mars and i like to say yakima i think it's funny the way it comes out of your mouth so uh, <laughs> yakima washington is where we head off to so we got these two dudes and they're sharing a cinder block basement apartment because hey splitting the rent you know uh, when the rent's 350 you can split it and then make only have to pay half the rent so they're sitting around laughing at the sally jesse Raphael show and they're like you know what we need here we need more power that's what we need we don't have enough power down here we can't just use our uh, Coleman Lantern down here because they're in a basement apartment. So what are we going to do about that? we got to run a dehumidifier because it's all moldy. <laughs> well, so they hatch a plan as dudes do. You know, it's all dudes. You know why? Because women are smarter than us. That they even talk to us is still amazing to me. <laughs> we smell bad and have dumb ideas. So, <laughs> right. So these dudes head out. Now they got a car. All right. So that's pretty nice. That's uh, probably in somebody else's name, but that's for another story. So they go over to Harbor Freight because Harbor Freight has what they want. Chinese generators. <laughs> they go inside and get a big, big generator. All right. Very wide and very tall. And they put it on a two-wheeler, which it didn't say, but they probably stole that too. And rather than going to the register, they just walk out of the place. Well, turns out security don't like that and this generator looks like it's you know easy five six hundred bucks or what is that eighty three thousand yuan chinese money um but they run over to their car which looks to me like a camry now they only have a side shot of the picture here but let's say a toyota camry sized car something in that size range okay well, they open their door and sh try to shove this thing in there. Meanwhile, by the way, security has called the police and they're filming them. Okay. They're out there filming them. That's why they have pictures of this. Well, it won't fit in the back seat. <laughs> so big, it don't fit. And if the generator don't fit, you got to acquit. Um, so they try to put it in the front seat. It doesn't fit in the front seat. Now, so they then they try to shove it again in the back seat. Now, here's the thing. I don't know. Maybe they don't know this. There's a trunk in this car. You can open the trunk and put it in there. But in the video, they never do that because they run out of time because the police come. Well, these two geniuses who are apparently also going to miss their Mensa meeting that night are there and uh, they get arrested <laughs> for stealing a generator. And I assume it's a felony. Those are can be expensive. And especially if the two-wheeler was also stolen. Look, stolen. Is it stolen? I don't know. So now we got to take two of them. That's four cheese sandwiches a day. Two per person per day. Uh, you know, and then lunch, bologna sandwich. So we got to put all these sandwiches out for these ignoramuses who are trying to steal a generator to run a dehumidifier because they live in a mold fest. I just don't understand it. And you got to bring always they say especially at harbor freight right tool for the job right so if you're going to steal a big generator hey how about bring a pickup truck or have your trunk open 
You could just throw it in there and leave, and then maybe bungee it later or something like that. These geniuses, I just don't get it. I don't get it. How about this? Go to work at Harbor Freight, get a discount, and you can buy the generator with the money that you make at Harbor Freight. But either way, either way, they get arrested. I assume their car gets towed away. And then well, we have to provide for them while they're in jail, thinking up a new plan, maybe meeting new friends. Okay, hopefully they still also soap on a rope because uh, you don't see that too much in jail. You may need that depending on what you do. It's just stupid. It's just stupid and it just aggravates me to no end that there's like an unending supply of thieves that doing this kind of stuff, which raises everybody's prices. And I'm aggravated by it and I don't like it. And I wish they would stay in jail longer either because it doesn't matter. I don't seem to be able to get to Mars because there's so many of them. You know, and I always say after a couple of offenses, you get sterilized because I don't want you passing along your idiotness to other people. Society finds what I say horrible like that, but I don't care. I think that once you've gotten a, gotten a few chances, and by the way, these guys probably have four kids apiece already. That's always how this works out, doesn't it? There's always some woman to provide, a, you know, progeny for them, even though they're idiots. Oh, they're going to, i just trying to change them. They're going to be better. Ugh, barfola. So that's the story today with that and all these other things. If you uh, want me to come and speak at your place or if you have a reason why we're not on Mars or anything else, maybe I'm an idiot and you want to write to me and tell me so, mark at truckinganswersnation.com. Write it out and, uh, you know, hey, tell me and I'll read your email in the next uh, podcast and we can talk about it. All right. So be safe. Remember, next week is safe driving week. So how about this? Drive safe next week and every week. We'll talk to you in the next podcast.